When I was a kid, the sun had a baby's face in it, and it was yellow. Goo goo gaga, bitch. Ashton Zach are super smart. They went to college and learned a bunch of stuff. And Bo and Andrew didn't go to college because that's just the way life goes sometimes. What happens when you put them together and you try to make them learn? Grab your friends, let's listen together on Get Dumped On and Info Dump Podcast. Good morning. How are we today? Waiting for response. Oh, um, like from thanks. the audience or from us? You? From you. <laughs> I was like, you're, if you're waiting for the audience, you're gonna be waiting a long time. <laughs> <laughs> just yell if you're listening to this. Just scream anywhere you are how you're doing. I hope you're in a public space surrounded by people wearing headphones and just screaming incessantly. Welcome to Get Dumped On, the Info Dump Podcast. The podcast where four friends get together. You know the gist. You've listened to this before. And if this is your first time, go listen to another one and find out what this podcast is about. <laughs> I mean, it, you, can, you can start with almost any episode. There are a few that maybe you shouldn't start with, but yeah. if this is your first one, it'll be fine. It'll it's be, good. Like, you're okay. You're going to listen. You're going to learn. You're going to have a good time. I know we are. Because we We're episodic do. like a 70s sitcom. Yeah, like old South Park and unlike new South Park where they have a whole story. Like, now it's a whole thing. My name is Andrew. I am one of the hosts. Today, Zach will be dumping on us. However, we have our two other hosts. First up would be Mr. Bo. Oh, hey. Bo, it's me. It's Bo. Hey, I'm, he mis- I'm a mister. Uh, uh, if this is your first episode, normally these intros are a little more high energy. I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also Ash is here. Hey, what's up? It's me. I'm here. Let's boop, boop, go. Boop, 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 bring the energy. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> and today, Zach will be dumping on us about a topic I do not know because he did not tell me. So... I mean, when do we ever tell you? That's true. Zach, go. Go <laughs> right. dump, dump in. Get your dump. Get, dump oh, in. give me a laser noise. Go. Yo, listen up. Here's a story about a little guy that lives in a blue world. And all day and all night and everything he sees is just blue. Like him inside and We're outside. We're about to get DCMA'd real quick. Blew his house with a blue little window and a blue Corvette and everything is blue for him and himself and everybody around because he ain't got nobody to listen to listen. What the fuck is going on? This episode is about blue. This episode is about blue. This episode. Okay. (laughs) This episode is about the color blue. It's about the color blue. I was just thinking about it. and I am I, very interested in how this is going to go. I don't know how this is going to go. I started researching it yesterday. I spent literally the entire day yesterday researching and writing notes for this episode. So it might be a complete unfocused mess. It might be pretty interesting. <laughs> but I was thinking about it. I mean, all of my episodes are kind of unfocused messes at the end of the day. But I was like, I'm kind of like, I'm always doing episodes that are like the history of this and the history of that. But what about the science of this and the science of that? And so I was thinking about blue. Like, Blue is a great color. What's your favorite color? Purple. There's blue and purple. But what's your favorite color? Um, red. Okay, no, well, I'm lying. You. I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> I saw. I heard. I heard the RGB happening in his brain as he was about to say something. It's, my favorite color is green. Well, there's blue and green. That's not my check. No, we'll talk green, about it. Green's green. And we'll talk about it. I don't okay? see any blue. I just see green. <laughs> 
Uh, it's actually interesting. Where's the blue from? In a lot of, he's, a, he's, a, he's a simple man. Where's the blue? Where's the blue? Because it, it looks a lot green of to cultures me. don't distinguish between green and blue. Like they, they don't see color. The, That's good for them. The color of leaves and the color of blue are like the same color. And there's like the whole concept of blue is enmeshed with the concept of green in a lot of places because of the way that the spectrum of light works. And Ash, I know that your favorite color is purple. So that's just... Those family genes are working. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, so I was thinking about it. And blue is a pretty weird color. It doesn't really occur naturally in nature very often. Um, It's it's a pretty rare color. What about the sky? I see it every day. Yeah, this is what I want to talk about. (laughs) The sky is like every time that you see blue, it's because of some weird like effect uh, of light. Well, not every time. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start talking about light and how light works. And then I'm going to talk about blue light and what makes it special. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about things that are actually blue, like blue dyes and pigments. And then I want to talk about animals and how most blue animals are not actually blue. What? They're liars is what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. So tell me how light works. Tell me. So Thomas Edison created the light. Yes. So Thomas Edison invented light. Before uh, (laughs) before Edison, there was no light. Um. (laughs) Everyone was just walking around with their hands out in front of them, just like, where the fuck am I? (laughs) It was like Bird Box. Terrible movie. Yeah, it was a really bad movie. I didn't like that that, movie at all. It was a bad biopic about about Thomas Edison's life, I'll say. (laughs) That he wasn't even in the movie. Do you know how light works? Do you know how you see things? Uh, I, my eyes kinda i mean i i think i understand <laughs> it like if it's okay, on so, like <laughs> i can see stuff okay if it's off so, um not very well can i see this stuff yeah so basic primer of how light works so light as like light works is light is waves light is waves it functions as a wave um, and also as a particle, but we don't Waves have to get into that Waves are in the ocean, now. therefore it is blue. Got it. Episode and the over. ocean's yeah. blue. Oh my God. <laughs> I figured it out. All right, well, bye guys. episode. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Thank you. That's been Get Dumped On. Make sure to follow us on the socials. <laughs> <laughs> and so that light, light has a wavelength. And so as the, like, the photons in light move from you know, the source to wherever it is, they move in these waves. And so the wavelength is the distance between those 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 waves now everything that we can see absorbs some amount of light and they like usually they will absorb some wavelengths of light and then reflect other wavelengths of light and those reflected wavelengths of light get absorbed by our eyes and then uh perceived as objects and color based on the wavelength of that light does that make sense yeah so it it penetrates our eyeballs and makes us see stuff so technically, everything that you see is a reflection of whatever it is that you're looking at, because that thing reflects light into your eyeballs. That sounds like a metaphor, but also not a metaphor. Yeah, it's just the it's weirdness just a reflection, of living man. as a being in this world. But how um, can mirrors be real if our eyes aren't real? <laughs> that's true. Yes, that's also Someone true. Someone call Jaden. Call Jaden. <laughs> we need some answers. He knows. The science of light and like photons and shit gets infinitely more complex than that um but this is not i'm not a quantum physicist so anything that i would have to say about it would take up the entire length of the podcast so this is the basics light is reflected we see it blue light is light that enters our eyes at a wavelength between 450 and 495 nanometers with the pure blues around 470 nanometers 
our visible spectrum of light is 380 to 750 nanometers. This varies a ton between animals. This is just what we can see. And some like mantis shrimps can see way more light colors than us. I'm very, I'm, I'm envious of that. I want to see those colors. I would love to see those colors. There has to be a way for science to make our eyeballs better. Um, uh, maybe, eventually. If there are any uh, light scientists listening to this, uh, get on that, please. Hook it up, yeah. bro. Hook it up. So wait, are you saying that the, the, the wavelengths are the colors? Yeah, so the different like wavelengths, the different of light wavelengths. Are the colors. What the fuck? I didn't and know that. And so the light that comes out from the on. sun oh, shit. is... <laughs> you better the get light an umbrella. That the sun contains like all of these different wavelengths of light. It contains like all colors of light. Then when you see like a prism, it separates the visible light into those uh, those colors. So what what wavelength is blue? Did you say blue between is, what numbers? It is four hundred fifty and four hundred ninety five nanometers. Okay, what what wavelength is red? Red is between. Oh, shit, I, knew it. I was trying to trick him. Six hundred twenty five and seven hundred fifty. I'll get him. What about green? Uh, green. Something is... tells me he has a lot of notes about this. I didn't. I didn't write down ah, what green is. Got but... him, Andrew. I got him, Andrew. I got him for you. Oh, but wow. basically, He's not red. red. Got him. <laughs> I'll, I'll take over hosting right now. So basically, blue <laughs> is a color. <laughs> it's between five hundred and five hundred and seventy nanometers. Yeah. Uh, then you, the outside the visible spectrum of light, like ultraviolet light, is uh, has a shorter wavelength than visible light. Um, if you go even further beyond that, you get X-rays. It's too small, you can't see it. And then, like super wide wavelength is like radio waves. Okay, I have a question. I have a question. Yeah, answer daily double. I got, I got, I got new glasses, right? Okay. And they have blue light filters on them, but I can mm-hmm. still see blue. So did I get ripped off? Well, it's it's see, not an, blue. it's not a complete filter. It's like it's filters out some of that light, but not all of it. Because I didn't want to see blue at all. They're like, there's a blue light filter. And I was like, I hate blue. Get it out of my eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, yeah, you got hosed. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> uh, remember Roy G. Biv? You know Roy G. Biv? RGB? Yeah. So Roy G. Biv are the... My boy Roy. The, it's red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. It's R- Ruth Gator Binsberg. <laughs> <laughs> and these are... <laughs> oh, jokes are fun. Oh, my God. You're so happy about that one. Jesus. Oh, I love that one. I'm proud of that one. <laughs> I know. I've never seen you laugh so hard at your own fucking joke on this show before. <laughs> um, so this is the, the defined colors in the spectrum of light that we can see as defined by Isaac Newton. And so, like, back in the 1600s or whatever the fuck Isaac Newton was discovering uh talking about all this stuff so red is pretty much the lowest uh, i mean the uh the highest wavelength of light that we can see whereas violet is the lowest wavelength of light that we can see huh that's why we like purple we're underachievers yeah (laughs) and so the interesting thing about the the spectrum of light is that it's a spectrum and so our decisions on where to put the delineations between each color are entirely based on cultural preference and like what we decide the important colors are. So like I, when Isaac Newton was defining the colors, he chose seven colors because, well, let's see. Why do you think that Newton picked seven colors? Because seven is a lucky number. They were the only ones that he could see. So back then, that's the highest they could count to. <laughs> that, that too. <laughs> Basically, is yeah, yeah. Seven is kind of an important number. There, at the time, there were seven known planets in the solar system. There's seven days in the week, and 
there's seven notes in the musical scale. And so specifically the reason that he said was that there's seven notes in the musical scale because he saw a correlation between color and music. Do you think he was synesthetic? Maybe. I knew a girl with synesthesia once. It was pretty cool. For those who don't know, obviously not me and Bo, but could you explain what that word means? Synesthesia is when people see, like they hear music and see colors. It's like linked in their brains. Or they can like taste colors. It's like their senses get crossed. Hey, hey, Bo, what does blue taste like? Um, water, really, which has no flavor regardless, so nothing. Oh, my God, he's a, he's a satisfaction. <laughs> Should I retake over this podcast? All right, blue sucks. Anybody's favorite color is blue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to you. I love blue. I think Synesthesia blue is, is a perceptual phenomenon in which stimulation of one sensory or cognitive pathway leads to involuntary experiences in another. For instance, people with synesthesia may experience Colors when listening to music, see shapes when smelling scents, or perceive tastes when looking at words. That's interesting. That's I feel cool. like everyone has a little bit of that, but I'm sure there are people who are like, you know, super synesthetious. Yeah. So uh, basically what it comes down to with the wavelengths is that a lower wavelength, so like a red, means that there's, I mean, this always gets me confused. Lower wavelengths have a higher frequency. So blue... The lower wavelength means that there's less space in between the waves. So blue having this lower wavelength means that it is a reasonably high energy color. There's more energy in the light of that wavelength. Hmm. Then red has the lowest energy of our visible spectrum. Which is kind of crazy because red is usually the fast color. Yeah. Like cars that are red are... are (laughs) (laughs) And so this difference between the um, energy... In the in the amount like the 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 energy in the wavelengths of light is the reason why red and green LEDs were the first colors to be invented. And so red and green LEDs were created during the 50s and 60s. And that's why like a lot of old clocks and shit had like red LED lights or like green LEDs were like a big thing in tech from the 80s because blue LEDs hadn't been invented yet and they weren't invented until the 90s because basically the led the way that an led works is that it's a solid state surface which is a sandwich of semiconductor materials and they drop electrons into a gap when current is applied. so many words and then that electron drop causes photons to emit and so for a high energy of blue they need a larger gap basically long story short is they needed to synthesize these really nice crystals of gallium nitride to have the like energy to create blue wavelengths. I feel like Electron Drop would be a really good name for like a dubstep festival. That's really good. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> All right, some make it happen. The EDM nerds make it happen. Uh, so, so I'll wait, do it. I'll do it. You're saying that red, red and green were created because they were easy to create. Yes. Is that the reason why red means stop and green means go? Because those well, no, were because the first two that were made, and like in electronic that, stuff, like red is like an abrasive color, and that would mean to stop doing whatever you're doing. And green is a happier color. That I have no idea about. I mean, aren't traffic lights just colored like tinted glass with a light bulb behind them? Well, th- that yeah, but I mean, I mean, like in like electronic stuff, like you know, you're working a switchboard. If the only ones that existed were red and green, is that why? Maybe I don't know. We'll have to look into it in a follow-up yeah. episode or something. Interesting. Isn't it because you can see red from farther away 
Well, this is why red is used as the color in like a dark room when you're developing pictures, because red light is so low energy that it doesn't affect the film the same way that like other wavelengths of light would. Um, so you can safely develop film in a room with a red light because it's so low energy compared to like blue or oh, violet light. I'm red. Oh, <laughs> all right. Uh, from now on, please, could we uh, could we uh, attribute characters to all of these uh, based on their <laughs> descriptions from Zach, please? Thank you. Uh, blue lasers have a similar problem as blue LEDs, and they also have to use gallium nitride uh, for like creating the color. And so this is why when you see like on YouTube, they're using like YouTubers using lasers to pop balloons and melt shit. It's usually a blue or violet laser because the blue light has more energy. Then I'm this a blue is laser. Also... I'm gonna pop the balloon. This is also important to how Blu-rays work. How uh, Blu-rays uh, rely on a 405 nanometer laser, which is technically violet, but it does appear blue when shown onto a white surface. So you could say that it's blue, um, but like a Blu-ray is called a Blu-ray because it uses this blue laser and because. Oh, my God, I never knew that. Traditionally, CDs and DVDs used a red laser, but blue has a lower wavelength than red. So the laser is narrower and more high power. And so it can read more like data can be jammed really more densely there, onto a like, disc. Yeah, yeah, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> get in there, data. And the team who developed the tech for synthesizing these gallium nitride wow. crystals received a Nobel Prize in 2014. Good oh, job, shit. guys. Cool. Hey, hey, good for you, them. You guys, you guys deserve job. it. Good for them, light nerds. Yeah. And so then you talk about the sky. Why is the sky blue? And the sky is blue because of a process called Rayleigh scattering, which was discovered by this English guy. His last name was Rayleigh. Was his name Rayleigh um, scattering? Oh. <laughs> his last name was Rayleigh. And so this is going to come up a lot, uh, Rayleigh scattering, but basically the gases in the atmosphere. So our atmosphere like is saying really full up a bunch of different farts. I mean, it's a fun thing to say. Well, throw it up to the atmosphere, though, honestly, like yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty chill to have an atmosphere, you know? Yeah. It's pretty big cool. ups yeah. to the atmosphere. It's nice. That's uh, without it, we would be dead. Dead. So yeah, yeah good atmosphere, big atmosphere fans here. So no, because, no atmosphere denying here. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like I'm fat. That's why there's no atmosphere. Is the, is the atmosphere also flat? <laughs> well, it's the firmament. Uh, the flat earthers say that the atmosphere is a dome over our over the flat disk oh, of the Oh, so Earth. it's round. It's round? <laughs> Fucking idiots. They, why would they believe something is round? Uh, so basically, the gases of the atmosphere cause the light from the sun to scatter. And because blue Got is it. on the stronger end of the light spectrum, it scatters <laughs> further. It. <laughs> it becomes the dominant color of the sky. But yellows and reds are weaker, so they are what you see when you look closer to the sun. They, the sun. they don't scatter as far. So they're essentially, they're like cockroaches. Like, they, they, yeah. when they reach our atmosphere, they're like, scatter! And like, they see, like you turn on a light in the kitchen, and they go, and they like run away. But if you look at the sun in space, the sun is white. Is that why oh. sunsets are red and yellow? Because like it's changing how the how it's scattering. Exactly. Oh my god! What the fuck? And so that scattering is also what, um, like the color of water is reflecting that scattering. And wait, that's wait, the, water, the like sun the is white blue. when you look at it from the space. Yeah, so it contains just all a burning white hot of ball of light. How come like every picture we see is red? Because you're looking at wrong. Um, excuse me. I'm when I was it. a child, the sun was yellow. 
<laughs> that, but that was that's only in Teletubbies land, okay? <laughs> I know when I grew when I drew pictures, I always drew the sun. And yellow. put sunglasses on the sun. It was yellow. No, oh, yeah, he's always a cool sun. <laughs> well, so like the sun is. Oh yeah, look at the that. Sun it's is, white. Is I just white. It. Is white. It's emitting radiation, so light, you ultraviolet, and infrared. It's all radiation, fact. and it's just getting filtered through the atmosphere to make it look yellow. That's no, I didn't fact check him. I just looked up pictures of it. Just to yeah. confirm. If you look up a true color fil- image of the sun, like all the orange I'm pictures of the white. sun are like color corrected to more correctly like reflect our opinion of what the sun should look like based on how it looks from our atmosphere. So, th- so is, you're saying bananas. that flat earthers should not be worried about the earth being flat. They should be worried about people photoshopping the sun. Yeah, exactly. Conspiracy. When I was a kid, the sun had a baby's face in it and it was yellow. <laughs> and it giggled at me all Good the time. It giggled at me. Bitch. And then when I got older, the sun was wearing sunglasses because it's bright up there. Because then he had raisins and he threw them at me. Yeah. And with a scoop. There's at least one scoop. <laughs> so next I want to talk about stuff that is actually blue. Some blue, like, so most of the blue stuff on the planet is in the form of, like, blue minerals. And, um, like, copper tarnishing is blue and uh, these sorts of things. And so and the only reason we see that blue is because it's being reflected with the right spectrum of light. Or what is it? The waveform of light off of that specific yeah. surface. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's a two-part system. Well, yes. three-part, if you so include the, the eyeballs. The structure of that, like the properties of that object, absorb all colors of light except for blue. Wait, they, they absorb all the colors and then the blue is what gets reflected out? Yes. What the fuck? So this why is, is why, light so complicated? Just make it blue. So this is why, like, if you're in California in the middle of the summer and you're wearing a black shirt, it, the shirt itself will get really hot. Because black is absorbing all colors of light and not and reflecting, reflecting any. Nothing. And so it's absorbing the full strength of the light. Whoa. No wonder I was so sweaty all the time because I only wore black shirts and still do. Mm-hmm. I'm that guy. Maybe there's an ideal color to wear. I feel like it's probably white. But so throughout, you know, throughout human history, we've been really... So I do have to put some history into it. Throughout human history... Because blue is a relatively uncommon color in nature, it's been an appealing color for people to use for clothing, um, for textiles, and like paint and stuff like that. But it's also like in the sky, but you can't just take the sky and turn it into a dye. It doesn't work that way. Not and yet, so people have been finding blue minerals and blue from other weird, sur- other weird sources to turn it into something that we can use to turn things blue. So the most important one of these is a naturally occurring stone called lapis lazuli or lapis lazuli. Uh, It depends or lapis lazuli. It really depends on who you're asking. I always said lapis lazuli, but it's weird that you say that there's the one of the uh, one of the answers on Jeopardy yesterday was that. Ah, interesting. So lapis is a it's a naturally occurring stone. I'm not that dumb. It's a mixture of lazurite, calcite, and pyrite. And so lazurite is the mineral that gives it a blue color um, through the, pre- the presence of the trisulfur radical anion. And somebody will know that that means. I don't know what that means, but uh, I'm just reporting what I read. And pyrite gives it these golden veins. And so it's this blue stone with these golden veins, and these two properties made it really intensely valuable. It's not actually gold, but it looks like gold. And so it's a precious stone. And you can see lapis used as a cut and polished stone in jewelry and art from Egypt and Asia. 
And um, our biggest source of like modern lapis comes from Afghanistan. And so Europe was importing a lot of, of lapis from Afghanistan back in the day as well. Ash, are you bored? I heard, I heard a big yawn. Yeah, what the hell, Ash? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to yawn. I'm, I'm just sleepy. No, I get it. It's I heard a, talking and then I go, hmm. This is a boring one. This is a boring I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm just always kidding. sleepy. Okay, so, so you're talking about like, I have a question. I'm, I'm back in space. I'm looking at space pictures right now. So the atmosphere is blue, right? We're not talking about space anymore. I have one last question about space. What is it? No. Okay. Uh, so, so the atmosphere is blue if you're standing on Earth, on land, or you know, on a boat, looking up, and you see blue. But mm-hmm. why do pictures from, I know you're, you're, you're hosting, so obviously you're an expert on this, so answer wildly. If you're in space and looking at Earth, why is only some of it blue and you could still see the colors of, you know, land differently? Because you're seeing the blue that's reflected. So the sky blue is being reflected off the water. That water, that light is going out and that's what you're seeing. But why is there no like blue atmosphere over land? Like you don't see because... just a blue ball. Well, you kind of do. Whoa. Like, uh, there's the whole thing uh, from, from the moon or from, like, if the, if the, like, Carl Sagan has this whole thing about it. Um, like, the pictures of Earth from, like, the Voyager satellite, it just looks like a pale blue dot. Yeah. Also, an amazing song by the receiving end of Sirens. <laughs> Great song. And this, is, this is not something that I also read that much about. Come on, man. So you knew I was going to ask wild questions about space. <laughs> I, I spent more what time stars. Talking, I spent more time researching the the, the stones. I don't know. Is Starlink like lapis. cool? Like what? Is, <laughs> I right, go keep talking talk about, about lapis, 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 lapis lazuli, lapis lazuli. Uh, so because it's a naturally occurring mineral, sometimes you get more with more pyrite, and sometimes you get some with less pyrite. And so the stuff with the more pyrite was being commonly used as a precious stone. Um, for jewelry or for sculptures or you know things like that but the stuff with the that was all lazarite was being used to make a pigment called ultramarine shout out to the ultramarine chapters of space marines who are blue Uh, but it's a beautiful rich blue pigment uh it's gorgeous but because it's made from a ground up stone uh precious stone it was extremely valuable and expensive if you have smart lights in your house right now, tell your system to change it to ultramarine, and it's a very nice color. I do it all the time. <laughs> it's it's very calming. It's 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 a sweet sweet little color. And it's called ultramarine because uh, in Latin it's called ultramarinus, which means it came from beyond the sea because it was being imported into Europe from Asia. Okay, that's dope as shit. <laughs> so if you combine this stone powder with a medium like resin or tempera. Or, you know, any of the old weird oils that they used for, for paint medium. You've got ultramarine paint, which was very expensive in Europe and used very sparingly. But because it's made of ground stone, it's really good at retaining its color. So if you look at these old paintings, uh, a lot of the times, a lot of the other colors will be faded, but the blue will still stand out really well. But because it was so expensive, it was usually reserved just to be the robes of the Virgin Mary during like the Renaissance. What? Uh, because the ver- robes of the Virgin Mary were the most important part of the painting, huh. um, especially in like medieval art. And ultramarine, because of this, has been found in the teeth and jaws of old dead monks. What? Because they were using it as a paint in illuminated manuscripts and then licking their brushes. Ew, don't and do that. it's a stone, so it doesn't like decompose. So they just find the stone in the jaws. 
Don't, no, <laughs> don't. I mean, I know they're dead, so telling them not to do it is, you yeah. know, they're already dead. But no, don't do that. <laughs> I, I, For those I, monks who are listening right now, stop it. I'm going to do it. As a, I, whatever I paint, I, I always lick my brushes. And reading this made me think, like, maybe I shouldn't be licking my Wait, brush. You lick oh, like, it was, the no, not the radium girls? taught you... Bob Ross taught you to put it in the thing in the water and okay, then smack well, it on Ross something uses else. Oil paints. I use acrylic paints, so but he's it's also fine. dead. Use, actually, I so he probably shouldn't use it. But it's all lead. And this is not. I don't use radium paint, so I'm not going to get fussy jaw like yeah, the radium they, girls. They didn't know that that was radium paint either until they were dead and had cancer in their mouths. Yeah, ultramarine, oh. more like ultra dead. Yeah, you so got for it. some good Fucking examples of ultramarine <laughs> paint, for some good examples of ultramarine paint, just check out like Johannes Vermeer's paints paintings. I'm, like, Bo, um, how do you say his name in his? Uh, how do you say his name in his native accent? Honestly, I already forgot his name. So, like, Johannes Vermeers. <laughs> oh, there it is. One that you probably know is the girl with the pearl earring. No, yeah, she's got that. Never blue, seen, I've never seen a painting in my scarf. life. And that's a ultramarine paint. You know, I'm I weirdly like, I'm not, I'm not going to go look at this because I refuse to look at paint. So it's like, what's a Mona Lisa? Is that a person? Like, is it a sandwich? I don't know. Yeah, but I've never, <laughs> Monte Cristo. I've never seen that painting in my life, and I'm being, I'm not, I'm not doing a bit right now. So okay. <laughs> I feel like I saw that somewhere in real life. Oh, that was me. I was wearing a wig. What the girl with the pearl earring? <laughs> I don't remember. I've been to a lot of art exhibits, but it may have been a forgery. Fucking nerds. Mm. Where is that? Where is it? Where is it? Ash, look up where the girl with the pearl earring is. Yeah. And while you do that, I'm going to talk another, another it, it's example. In, it, of... It's in the Netherlands. Ah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never seen it in real life. <laughs> never oh. Another, another one of these blue stones that was used for pigment was called azurite, which is, you know, azure is another word for blue, depending on the language you're talking about. Which language? Um, Azul. A lot of them. Azul in Spanish. Yeah. You should know this. I know that. I was trying to test you. You passed. Here's your Mexican <laughs> green card. How do you say blue in 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 German? Oh shit! Uh, it's blau. 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 God, why blau. is everything that they like? German is so aggressive. Nah, it's blau. Well, if you actually listen like, to you know, like you know, watch you don't a German say, movie like, or talk to a blau. German, you, it, it's a really it's, it's a really nice sounding language if it's not being shouted by a dictator. <laughs> That's probably fair to say. <laughs> and so azurite is uh, it's actually a mineral. So, They're minerals, you know. Marie. <laughs> I put that in my notes. <laughs> Another one of those blue stones, actually a mineral, parentheses, Jesus Christ, Marie. <laughs> but it is weathered copper ore. It's Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Never seen Breaking Bad? Never seen Breaking Bad in my life. You've never oh, seen Breaking Bad? You should watch it. You should watch it. You should watch it. Never seen it. No, you should. You know, should watch it. I, Just get off the podcast I, and go I, start it. It's been spoiled so much. Like, I know how it ends, I think. Because, like, as soon as it happened, the internet went crazy. And everyone's like, oh my god, this is how it happened. This is what happens to Walter White. And I'm like, okay, well now I don't have to watch, watch this fucking show. Yeah, well, so. well, the story is not it. just about the... Ver- it's not just about the journey to the ending. It's about how it's done and what happens along yeah. the way. Let me get I just, I'm gonna, uh, I just, I've never seen it before. I'm going to recap the whole thing right now. I just watched I just watched The Sopranos after it being off the air for 20 years. There's a guy time. named Walter. He's a white guy. His, his last name is also white. Ah. He's, he's bald and he wears sunglasses and a hat. And he starts making meth because he wants money, I would assume. And then he meets this guy who uh, yells see, bitch all the time. Know. You don't no, even know. See, you know, you're already far nope, off. You don't know. You have yeah, no idea what you're talking about. They no, make meth together. Stop, stop becoming and then stupid. there's a lot of drama of like, will they, won't they make out with each other? And then they end up falling in love. He and the, the guy who yells oh, bitch oh, all the time. Oh, crap. You okay. know, Andrew, I really think you should watch it. 
No, my, no, he, my, he my, the point that I'm going to make here is synopsis. that if your approach to media is just knowing what the plot of something is, then why bother watching anything and just read the Wikipedia summary? No, it's more like it's like it's like the reason why Evan hasn't watched Star Wars. It's just out of spite now because like everyone loves it so much to where I'm just don't want to watch it now. I know, but that's just and dumb. Like, when did Breaking Bad end? Being a hipster. Yeah, it's being a hipster. When, hey, when speaking did Breaking of Bad end? Star like Wars, 10, 15 years ago? Speaking of Star Wars, Luke Skywalker's lightsaber is blue in the first two movies. So. Um, and it's interesting green in the thing third about because Azerite, it's Bo's favorite color. Mm-hmm. It's green in the third because the blue didn't show up well against the desert uh, setting in uh, the the the, the skiff over the uh, over Tatooine and the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, the Sarlacc pit. That's the word I was looking for. It didn't show up against the sky because in the first two movies the lightsaber is only being used indoors, uh, and so. At the in the set in the third one, they were like, "Oh no, we're doing it outdoors in the day." How is the blue lightsaber going to show up against the sky? Aha, uh-huh. green now. They changed it for that reason. Uh, yeah. Well, also because his lightsaber went missing at the yeah, end. Oh well, yeah, Empire, he lost his hand with his like, lightsaber. Oh yeah, that's true. They could have just given him another blue one, but instead they were like green. So twofold. The behind the scenes reason is because of the whole thing with the sky, and then the in universe reason is because you know this is to show that he has a new lightsaber. Okay. Um. Well, and George Lucas, anyway. used to, he used to paint over the the film with blue on his lightsaber. Just FYI, fun fact about that too. It wasn't showing up well. It was showing up very white when he was doing it. And he, when he did paint that, mm-hmm. he used to lick his brushes, and that's why we haven't seen him in a very long time. <laughs> yeah, he added blue uh, on so the film itself. Azerite was called cerulean or cerulean in Rillian. Latin, which is where the color cerulean gets its name. For Misty, uh, Jim, Jim is at cerulean city. I was going to say which Bo would recognize from Pokemon. I'm on my way uh, to Cerulean. <laughs> and so Azerite was a lot more variable in color than ultramarine, but it was used as a it was used as a substitute for ultramarine because it was a lot it was more plentiful and cheaper and easier to find, but the colors were more variable. Then cobalt is another good one, uh, and I have a fun story about where cobalt the name for cobalt comes from. Uh, and so cobalt yes? blue is another very nice blue. Or Sonic the Hedgehog us? is cobalt cobalt blue. What what did you say? Can you quiz us on like what the name came from? Uh, Give yeah. us a hint. So, is it named after? Uh, I can't think of two fake ones off the top of my head. So, <laughs> I don't. You come up with something. Power tools. Uh, it's definitely named cobalt. Cobalt co or It's a tool company. <laughs> Yeah, the tool company came first. Yeah. <laughs> what came first? The power tools or the color? Power tools, obviously. Chicken of the egg scenario here. Let's figure it out. So <laughs> cobalt blue cobalt blue was used in century for centuries in China, starting in the late eighth and early ninth century, as a blue paint for blue and white porcelain. They used cobalt blue. But they kept it a secret and nobody in Europe knew how to make this blue paint. That's um, pretty and cool. Cobalt cobalt like so yeah so they wanted this blue from china but they couldn't figure out how to make it the europeans are like how do you do that and they're like i never tell Mm -hmm. and so cobalt is uh cobalt is a is it's a metal that in its natural form as it's mined out it's blue i'm not blue it's not blue it's it's silver colored and so in europe they had cobalt had a reputation as fake silver because it looks like silver in its in its mind form, but when melted down, it would release arsenic, because arsenic was attracted to the metal naturally. 
Um, and so the gases from melting it down would be toxic. So people would think that they were melting down silver, but then actually they would get arsenic poisoning and die. Jesus and so the miners, <laughs> the miners thought that this was the work of kobolds, which are a the mythical tools they were using. Oh, that are, yeah. that are similar to <laughs> goblins. So they thought that basically these goblins. Uh, who they called kobolds the <laughs> were stealing the silver and replacing it with fake silver to like do mischief and kill Trixie people. goblins. And Those so kobolds is you. named after the kobolds. And then, you know, a thousand years but later. Zach, those are a character in D&D. Yeah. And then a thousand years later, Gary Gygax was looking at European mythology to create the monster manual for Dungeons and Dragons and turned kobolds into the cutest little mischievous dragon men that they are today mm. which is fun and they use tools yeah and they use tools uh, and so cobalt blue is made from melting together cobalt oxide and aluminum oxide and this would make it uh turn it blue um and so the europeans figured this out finally in the early 1800s which was just in time for the impressionist movement and a lot of impressionists and post-impressionists loved cobalt blue uh, starry night is largely made with cobalt blue Ah, um, and so it that's became. A good one. That's a good one. It was a yeah. So it was a good one, and it was easy to make and plentiful. And so this kind of started uh, an era where blue paint was a lot more readily available than it was before, when they were just relying on ultramarine or azurite. Dude, could you imagine being a painter in that time and being like, "Man, I keep hearing rumblings of this new color, bro. It's gonna be cool." <laughs> and everyone's like, "Nah, the they're color never gonna out give of they it's those Chinese people. They love keeping it under wraps. They, 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 you know, they got their secrets over there. And then one day someone like busts in a room and they're like, we figured it out. We did it. It killed 30 <laughs> of our guys with arsenic poisoning, but we figured it out. Uh, that must've been so cool. That's like, that's like, yeah. you know, the, the new Marvel movie dropping back when Marvel movies were cool. Like everyone was like, yeah. sweet, like colors. Yeah. And this was synthetic pigments were still pretty new at this time. The first well, I, I will talk about it in a sec. Oh, I guess we can talk about synthetic blues now. Uh, the first synthetic pigment ever made was Egyptian blue, which was made in Egypt a few thousand years ago. <laughs> and it was, made by the, it was used by the Egyptians as a substitute for lapis uh, because, you know, lapis was too rare, um, but they still wanted things to be blue. But the recipe was lost. People didn't know how to make Egyptian blue. People still don't exactly know how Egyptian blue was made. But scientists who have reverse engineered it think it was made from a mix of silica, calcium oxide, and copper oxide. So copper is showing up in here again because copper makes things blue. Hmm. Um, and then Prussian blue, um, which was the first uh, synthetic pigment of the modern era. Bob Ross used that all the time. It was accidentally synthesized for the first time in the early 1700s. And so it was accidentally created when a guy named Johann Jacob Diesbach used potash tainted with blood to try and create red cochineal dye. Potash is like a mixture that... and Oh, and cochineal is just crushed up beetles, which is fun. And that's a yeah. really common source for so carmine this, this red. This guy, he smushed up a bunch of beetles and mixed it with his blood to try and make red? Yeah, and this uh, potash, which is like a, a chemical, like a uh, ash of some sort. And so the original dye that he was trying to make it required potash, ferric sulfate, and dried cochineal. But he tried to sub, uh, tried to substitute the ferric sulfate with blood, and instead it made it blue. And from there, they were able to turn it into an actual like they figured out what in the blood made it blue and turned it into an actual like commercially available like pigment. This Prussian and blue. That dude, he was so tired all the time because they were constantly taking his blood for that. <laughs> 
Like, we and need then, more blue. He's like, I got it. He pulls that knife out. <laughs> yeah. And then um, Bob Ross's favorite blue that I always associate with Bob Ross is Thalo blue. Ah, oh, Thalo blue. Classic. He loved Thalo that Thalo. Blue, which is uh, first developed in the 1930s, was made from copper thalocyanine, which is copper and thalic acid mixed together. So there's copper coming into all of these, baby. And then a lot of other synthetic blue pigments are actually a secret. So like you can get ultramarine blue paint in it now and it's synthetic ultramarine, but the the companies that produce it keep the recipe a secret. It's all under patents. Um, so I don't know how to make a lot of these other, other ones. And then the other most important modern synthetic blue is Klein blue, which was uh, a really important thing in the uh, modernist art. But we got, I, I can't, I got to keep going. got to keep moving. So I want to talk about indigo. I want to talk about indigo. I want to talk about plants. I want to talk about blue plants. Uh, if you look at flowering <laughs> plants, you look at flowering plants, less than 10% of flowering plants have blue coloring. And those that do don't make blue dyes because the blue that they use in the flowers is actually a red pigment called anthocyanin. And then internally, the, the plant shifts the pH of the anthocyanin, which turns it blue. But if you crush up that plant, you actually get red. So that plant needs to up. make up its fucking mind. And so plant-based blue dyes use indigo. Uh, which is within the leaves of certain plants. And so the, in Europe, the big one was woad. And woad, Whoa. you might recognize from like the, the Celts used woad paint to like paint their faces. But woad is a plant that actually has yellow flowers <laughs> and green leaves like a regular plant. But you can turn it into a blue dye by processing the fuck out of it. That was commonly used in medieval Europe. And so the process took a really long time. So you would grow it as a crop, you would chop it up into a paste with a horse-driven mill, and you would form it into balls by hand. Then they'd dry them in the sun for four weeks, break them up into a powder, sprinkle that with piss, and ferment it. What? Then, you, once that hold dried on, again, you, you would just, pack it you into barrels skirted, and send it to a dyer who would soak them in hot water, which got the color out, and then they would have to add bran yeast or beer and lime to ferment it again, and then it could finally be used as dye. Hold the fuck up. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. This okay, is okay. actually a really common ingredient in a lot of early pigments Piss and, and dyes. blood and shit. Okay, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You said you, you chop this thing up, and then you smash it up with the horse thing, and then you put it in, make it into balls, and then you let it sit for four weeks, and then yeah. you pee on it. Yeah. Wh who the fuck... <laughs> what right, crazy motherfucker was like how about we just let it sit out for exactly four weeks and then you know i'm just gonna pee on it like who the fuck i was actually thought of that there's there's a lot of urea involved in early dye production i don't know what it is about urea that makes it like cause these dyes to like fix more easily i don't know what it is but a lot of early dyes used urea in some capacity or another I'm hey, you know this stuff that we put four weeks, uh, well, probably longer than four weeks of work in. Do you mind if I just piss all over it? Just, like, well, I'm hoping it was like a mistake. Like some drunk guy yeah. stumbled into their thing and was like, is this the bathroom? And then he's like, Ugh, and he peed all over everything. And they're like, no, Jerry. And then Jerry was like, what? And he turns around and then they're like, oh shit, we can work with this. Keep peeing, Jerry. Well, no, because you have to add something else to it and then ferment it again. So they were probably just like, well. Let's just keep going with the process, I guess. I, yeah. If there's a, like, yeah. I, I, I say that all the time. Like, if we go back in time, I would love to go back in time and find out how the fuck they figured that out. Yeah. And just be a fly on and, the wall and be like, well, are you really fucking peeing on this thing? So I think that, like, it probably, it, so, it, like, it starts making the blue, but you can't actually fix it to anything until the second fermentation. 
So the second so, piss, piss, piss party. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Wode was pretty common source for blue in the medieval era, but it wasn't like you could, and you could dye clothes with it. You can make paint with it. But the problem piss with clothes. Wode was, was <laughs> it, it produced the, the, the chemical indigo, but in really low concentrations compared to true indigo, which I'll just talk about. But it would also devastate soil. Wode, the, the plant that Wode is made from, was really thirsty and would take all the nutrients out of the soil to piss. the point where <laughs> laws had to be passed in certain areas to prevent how much Wode could be grown. It just choke everything else out? It was yeah. like, hey, man, give me that sweet golden shower. I'm well, thirsty. It wouldn't, choke, it wouldn't choke it out, but rather it would just suck all the nutrients out of the soil and you couldn't grow anything, anything there anymore. Isn't that what choking out well, I, I feel like choking out means that there's so many of one plant that it makes it so that the other plants can't get the nutrients, but rather it's just sucking the nutrients out so that even when the woad is gone, nothing else can grow there. Jesus. Ruined it for everybody else. Yeah. Woad so is a indigo. very, like, asshole, I think, yeah. is what you're saying. Of the plant world, they're, they're kind of a dick. They're, they're very self-centered. Yeah. So true indigo are plants from a genus called indigofera, indigofera, indigofera. Um, and these can be found in tropical regions in Asia and the Americas. And so they have an amino acid in their leaves called indican, which is a derivative of tryptophan. Um, and the leaves are green like regular leaves, but the indican soaks out in water and then becomes more intense as it's fermented. And so it's a lot easier to prepare than woad um, because it, you only have to do the you first fermentation. Piss on it. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to piss on, on it. it. And it's a lot more color fast. It'll attach to the dyes and not leave um and that's why it's used as it's it, it took over like once indigo uh was true indigo was introduced into europe it immediately took over from woad to the point where some countries that were really reliant on the woad industry were like tri- were talking about how like indigo actually like rots the fibers and don't don't bring indigo in here but in reality they were just trying to protect the extant woad industry what are we supposed to do with all this piss <laughs> <laughs> hey uh, uh, uh bo what are they supposed to do with all the piss i just got him bo just texted he said got to poop don't call on me he's, he's pooping right now i just wanted to point it out that he's pooping right now oh he heard us he called you a bastard <laughs> he called us a bastard <laughs> love you bo i hope your poop is going well indigo indigophora indigophora plants occur naturally in tropical environments and they were used in uh, the Indian subcontinent and the Americas to make blue coloring. And so famously, some of the earliest known use of indigo is from Waka Prieta in Peru about 6,000 years ago. Hey, um, we covered also, that. Yeah. It was also used very prominently by the Maya to make a color called Maya blue, which has a nice turquoiseiness to it. This is another thing like Egyptian blue, where they used it a lot and then... Uh, their culture was systematically destroyed by the Spanish, and so people forgot how to make Maya blue. But it's been reverse engineered again, and so it's from a local indigo for a plant called anil, mixed with a specific local type of clay called paligorskite, and you mix those together in the right ratios, and you can make Maya blue. Um, What's the really difference famous. between look blue up the murals at, and indigo? Look up the murals at Bonampak. Uh, so indigo is not. And indigo is the is the chemical that's used to make indigo dye, which turns things blue. So, like jeans are dyed with indigo. But indigo, the color, is kind of purple, like purplish. But here's the thing about indigo, the color, is that 
the indigo, like based on modern color science, they're excluding indigo from the spectrum of light. Now wow, they were racist. They, like these days, uh, a lot of people replace indigo with cyan. And so it's Roy G C B V, which does not have the same, the same ring to it as Roy G. Yeah. I, I can't make a, a Ruth Bader Ginsburg out of that. But indigo, the color as like defined in the Roji Biv is not actually super perceptible by our eyes, which is why people are uh, removing it from the spectrum. But like indigo, the color in that and indigo, the dye are different. It's it's weird. Let's, so, don't think about it too hard. Cyan, I, I was looking up colors right now. I think that my Google search history now believes that there's a child on my computer because I'm just looking up colors. <laughs> but... The difference between cyan and indigo is very vast, at least in current well, color yeah. spectrum. They put talk. cyan before blue. So yeah, cyan, like cyan is much lighter. It's like a light blue, like a mix yeah. between green and blue, and where back, indigo was a like my purple. Yes, no. How was your yeah. poop? No, it was, was it blue? Nah. It, it was more Have of you a, ever pooped a color a that is cyan. not poop color? I pooped green once, and that was because I of the way too. that my body produces, the way that your body processes blue food dye, which is so, weird. That same thing happened to me. I, I chewed a bunch of blue gum when I was younger and like I got a pack of blue gum when I was like a teenager and I chewed like all of them within like a week. There's too much. And at the end of that week, my poop was blue and I thought I was had to go to the hospital, but I didn't. Cool. The end of my story. <laughs> <laughs> blue poop. So, yeah. So for Europeans, they got indigo from the Euro from the Indian subcontinent and indigo was named after that um in latin it's indicum in greek it was called indicon uh which basically just means from india so that's fun then the rise of colonialism in the 17th and 18th centuries is kind of what led to this big boom in the indigo industry and the reason why navy blue is navy blue is because of british colonialism which is great so because indigo was easier to prepare more color fast than woad it took over the the color industry and the british used their colonies in india as big indigo plantations they enslaved people to make them grow and process indigo and now this easy access to the indigo dye resulted in the british navy using it to dye their uniforms uh, which is why we call it navy blue and so it was a combination of this uh, color which was once very difficult to procure now being very plentiful and a show of power because they made it plentiful through exploitation and slavery. And actually, North Carolina was also a very good, was also a big indigo slave plantation area as well. So that's very depressing. Very depressing. Less fun. Okay. And that's all of my blue dyes. Blue as a primary color is a societal construct and there's nothing special and scientific about red, yellow, and blue to make them primary colors. And a lot of other things like RGB and CMYK is just art things. <laughs> so now I want to uh, move into blue animals. So name some blue animals for me. Blue, blue animals. Blue jay. Blue elephant. Um, blue, blue whale. Blue whale. Blue Blue chew. blue blue dog. Um, uh, most of them are birds. <laughs> blue muskrat. Yeah. Blue rat. I, I'm making things up. A uh, fish. Okay. Uh, frogs. Uh, uh, oh, peacocks. Oh, um, yeah. So. Blue whales are actually gray, so there's oh that. Oh, God. Oh, you just got dumped on. Get an umbrella. <laughs> Wait, who, okay, again, go, going back to, the, going back to the, the Antarctic episode when you were talking about the flightless flies, which are just bugs. Come on. <laughs> like, what's, what asshole scientist was like, that's a blue whale, and they're like, it's gray. He's like, nah, it's blue, but also that's a flightless fly. It doesn't fly. It doesn't have 
No, it's well, flight. the gray whale already existed. <laughs> so, could you think of another name? <laughs> gray whale. whale, regular whale. I don't know. <laughs> Ultra so, gray whale. <laughs> Ultra grayine. Just call it the ultra whale because it's so fucking big. Yeah. Mega whale. Mega whale. Super whale. So as we just as we've established, a lot of stuff is not actually blue. Um, so like cochineal red dye is made from crushing up red bugs, but you can't just crush up blue bugs to make blue dye because blue bugs, most blue bugs are not actually blue. And so the what I mean by that is that they that? their cells have structures in them that reflect and refract light to reflect blue light back at you. And so these are actually colorless cells. They don't have pigment in them. And instead they have structures like a cryptocrystalline structure that makes the light reflect blue. I feel like we can harness that for evil. <laughs> I'm sure, I th- it probably already has. Um, so a lot of animals don't want to necessarily. So I guess. Oh, octopus. I mean octopus. They can yeah. make themselves blue. Same thing, though. Um, they're creating, they're using their chromatophores to make these structures that will make them look blue. And so the basic way that animals get their colors is that there are animals that are colored with pigments, and then there are animals that are colored with what's called structural coloration, then animals that mix both. So pigments are, you know, these actual colored chunks of material that reflect that absorb certain wavelengths of light and reflect other ones. And then the reflected ones are the colors that they are, right? And so pigments are stuff like melanins, which make brown tones. And this is what humans are colored with, are melanins. Um, and then pterins, which are reds and yellows, which are named after birds, because a lot of birds use pterins to color their feathers. But also use melanins as well, because melanin is a good... Uh, will will the, Something about the properties of melanin causes it to strengthen certain structures of the body. And then there are pigments which are produced with chemicals the body gets from food, and these are called carotenoids, which are get their name from carrots because carrots have carotene. a lot of carotenoids. Because if you eat yeah. a lot of carrots, you turn orange. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Beta carotene is a carotenoid that our bodies can beta, process, and beta. it will turn you orange <laughs> if you eat enough of it. Um, and so for the most part, only plants and bacteria Eating can make turn carotenoids you into a beta. on Got their it. own. Yeah. <laughs> Vegetables make you beta. So, boys. For the, for the most part, only plants and bacteria can make their own carotenoids. Then animals eat those plants and bacteria that make the carotenoids and use those to make their own coloration. So the most famous example of these are flamingos. Flamingos are pink because of the carotenoids that they get from the brine shrimp they eat. The brine shrimp get those what? carotenoids from the algae that they eat. So if you have a flamingo and you only ever feed it like some other food that's not the brine shrimp that Hamburgers. it naturally eats... It will Spaghetti. just be white. It will die. Oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> It'll just be white. It won't be pink. Um, That's other fucking birds, crazy. Like, yeah. They, what the so... hell? Hold on. I didn't, that just <laughs> blew my fucking mind. Did you? Uh, is anyone else like freaking out about that? Because it's fucking crazy. That wow. flamingos are only pink because of what they eat. You never knew that? Yeah. You didn't know. Wow, shut up. Absolutely. You didn't know that. <laughs> yes, I do. It's the shrimp that, no, makes, you, them, it's the shrimp that makes them pink. Zach? Oh, it sounds, yeah. that sounds right to me. <laughs> Yeah, so they get their carotenoids from the pink who get, uh, they get their pink, they become pink because of the carotenoids they get from the shrimp who get those carotenoids from the algae that the shrimp eat. Yeah, it so, is. Uh, then what other animals, what other animals do, do that? Like, are hippos uh, gray because they eat rocks well, no, or something? No, because they like, produce, they produce melanins. 
they have the so like most land mammals are browns because or the various shades of brown because they produce their own melanin but it's the carotenoids so like other animals that are like a lot of birds get carotenoids so northern cardinals and goldfinches also get carotenoids uh, from the fruit that they eat so uh, if it, if a cardinal wasn't allowed to eat uh, these specific berries that they like to eat they would also be white very white got it yeah <laughs> um and salmon uh salmon eat shrimp that uh, eat the algae and so salmon meat has the coloration because of the carotenoids that they eat as well but but f- salmon farmers will just dye the meat because they don't want to feed them the thing that they need to be pink so if you're getting yeah. like farmed salmon it's probably not naturally pink but uh, that like wild would it just be like white is pink yeah i think it just turns white mm-hmm. wow yeah so the fuck <laughs> it's kind of wild that's crazy to think um, people would be like oh give me some salmon if it's not pink i'm not gonna eat it like what <laughs> yeah uh like the, let's put some dye on it <laughs> no the the frilled frilled lizards like the frill necked lizards uh as well do you know those frill necked lizards they live in like australia uh, uh, are they the ones that like they look like they're from Jurassic Park? They the like yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah yeah they took inspiration from them. Um, those ones the the frills have different colors uh, based on geographically. So geographically, the different lizards have different colors on their frills, and that's because they have a different diet, and so they get different carotenoids um, to color what the frills. The hell, with. man! I'm getting dumped on. <laughs> I'm getting straight dumped and on right now. So yeah. So but again, this doesn't have anything to do with blue. This is just how animals color themselves, and um. So blue is a weird color, right? Blue stands out from the environment. And so a lot of animals that are blue are blue because being standing out is an advantage, like an evolutionary advantage. I love standing so these out. Animals, I make sure to these stand are animals out. animals that, yeah. That's why he wears jeans and like the Ed Hardy clothing that's still. Why, that's why I have a mullet too. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's peacocking. He's like, look at me. Oh, my, my name God. is Bo. All I do is peacock. Well, peacocks are blue because of structural coloration. Ah, so, and so the is blue Bo. feathers, the blue feathers on, um, the blue feathers on peacocks are pigmentless. Uh, so they have no pigment in them. Um, so, but this is exactly what I'm talking about. This is the sexual selection. So bright colors are for animals that want to stand out. This is sexual selection. They want uh, other, like other, you know, usually it's male birds who want female birds to notice them. Um, and it's also opposum, opposmatism. Ash, how do you pronounce that? You got it. <laughs> Opposematism? It's, it's, it's an opossumatism. Uh, Ash, explain what opposumatism is. Oh, I, I don't, I don't need to. I think that you got it. <laughs> I think, I think everyone here knows what that means. Yeah, I think so. Opposumatism is, is, it's danger coloring. It's, it's danger warning coloring. coloring. It's warning coloring. So this is oh, for sorry, animals which, <laughs> which typically this is for animals which are poisonous, um, poisonous and animals. want to warn predators hey. that they will not be a like good ladybugs. thing to eat. So this is like, yeah, or like, like poison, poison dart frogs. Poison dart frogs. Or po- the same thing. A lot of the, venomous the, snakes have opposmatism. Um, a lot of venomous fish have opposmatism. And then there are other animals which will then have mimicked opposmatism um, where they're not actually venomous, but they rely on carnivores being conditioned from experience to not want to eat uh, brightly colored you things. You said venomous, but did you mean poisonous? I meant poisonous. <laughs> they got a you, Chris. Because the emails would have came in and called you. Yeah. <laughs> we're about to have a, but we're about a hell of a time on Spotify answering all the Q&A questions. Like, why is Zach spe- spreading but misinformation? Venomous animals, <laughs> venomous animals are opposed, uh, do have opposmatism as well, like coral snakes. 
So you're saying if I if I paint a bunch of red triangles all over my body that are bright red, people won't fuck with me in the, in, in the streets. Exactly. Because they're going to yeah. be like, that guy's skin is crazy. That I don't want to fuck up. with him. I'm not going to yeah. eat him. Or they think you're exactly. being racist trying to dress as a Native American. Is that yeah. what Native American? Do, no, it was. It do you know was what? A, it was. That's like, what racist. You know what they think? It was, it was, it was a lowbrow joke. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, but, light racism for your lowbrow. Lowbrow. <laughs> Wednesday. To, no, I was calling okay, other people so, racist, not me. It's not me. Sounds like someone so, racist would say. Oh my god! Okay, fine. I'm racist. Are, <laughs> I mean, we knew yeah, that. So, how did, so how, both racist. How did, how did this blue cut? This, this episode about colors is now spiraling into racism. So Bo's racist. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, so some bacteria can be blue. Cyanobacteria, which the old heads remember from the Cambrian episode, the can be blue. Head. But no, we do no for vertebrate. So long. A year ago, no vertebrate animals create a blue pigment, except for two species of fish in the Cynchirapus genus, which have cyanophores. These are the only vertebrates that can actually make blue light reflecting cells. Is that the dory fish? They actually have blue pigments. No, the dory fish uses structural coloration. Fuck. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Um, what so is it? All other Tell blue us the animals. What? I'm telling you the animals. The blue pigment? I just told you. It's two species of fish. There That's are a it? couple there that, that can make blue pigments. This is, these are the only vertebrates that can make blue pigments. What about the blue ox from the, from the, the bouncy guy, the paper towel guy? But you mean Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox? That one, yeah. They're modern American cryptids. They don't exist. Oh, my God. <laughs> Paul Bunyan is a cryptid. A couple of butterflies <laughs> do actually make their own blue pigment. It's very rare, though. Um, most, like, blue, blue morphos. <laughs> blue, mo- blue morphos uh, use structural coloration. Blue jays use structural coloration. Indigo buntings, peacocks, poison dart frogs, blue coral snakes, blue iguanas. So they all their, their coloration comes from colorless structures that utilize the Rayleigh scattering that we talked about before to basically refract light and only reflect blue light. So there's no blue pigment. But when we talked about the sky being blue, we said the sky is blue. And so why aren't these animals blue if they're doing the same thing as the sky? They're blue, but they're not actually blue. If you took it and looked at its cells, it would not be blue. It would be colorless. There's no blue pigment. I think you're full of shit. (laughs) (laughs) So these cells are called edirophores, which are colorless cells, but they have a crystalline structure that refracts light. So even green, talking about green, green is also a color that is hard for animals to make. And a lot of green animals, like snakes, like green snakes, are yellow pigmented. But I also heard it's but they very have... easy for you to make green because you make green poop. That's what I've heard. You used to make green poop. <laughs> this, yeah, but that's an artificial color. Yeah, but if coloring. you took his poop and you looked at it at a microscope. So green if you cells. took a green snake, if a green snake dies eventually it will become blue because the yellow pigments will decompose and fade but the colorless structure on top of that yellow pigment will remain so all you'll see that's left is the blue so they are blue in a way i guess Mm. if you want to get into the semantics of it oh i love semantics oh oh you got you got you got you got yeah okay so i have one thing i have one thing that's left blue in people so what about the, whoa, like, for the, eyes? like the blue man group, you're going about the eyes. We aren't all you? know somebody who has blue eyes, right? Or Eiffel 65. Yeah. Like from the beginning. Eiffel or the 65. people that t- take that, that silver supplement and their skin turns blue mm-hmm. or yeah. mama number five. <laughs> Stop it. 
So blue eyes, uh, blue eyes are not. I mean, at the same thing, blue eyes don't have any blue pigment in them. There, are, are you happy? No, I'm but never what happy. Kind of your eyes, my eyes. So we yeah. talked about it last time. Right? Yeah, remember? Made fun of my shit. Oh, Zach, oh, the shit brown eyes. Zach yeah, yeah, yeah. Made okay. fun of my They're eyes. Espresso brown. Well, so what? What color are your eyes, Zach? Hazel. Shit, hazel eyes. Like mine, Ash, are, 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 do we have hazel eyes? I feel like I have hazel eyes. You know, I don't know the last time that I looked into your eyes, bro. <laughs> All right, we'll do it. We'll do an eye check later. Next time we see each other, so, we'll do an eye check. Yeah, I mean, we have cameras, but <laughs> we can save that for in person. <laughs> yeah, but does the so, light reflect differently in the camera whoa, lens than in our it's, eyes? It's, it's Rayleigh's, my eyes, Rayleigh. Scatter all um, over my eyes, Rayleigh. I'm not learning actually, anything. I haven't learned actually, anything. Actually, um, the, the eyes, the scattering of light. So it's not Rayleigh scattering. It's the Tyndall effect. And so blue eyes are a lower concentration of melanin in the eyes. So brown eyes are the natural Andrew, color of, of human eyes. eyes. Okay. Um, and this is caused by concentrations of melanin, um, which brown gang, makes them let's brown. Go. Then blue eyes are people who have a lower concentration of melanin in your eyes. What then about an effect, red eyes? An effect called the Tyndall effect, which is oh, the Tyndall effect is basically Rayleigh scattering, but in a colloidal okay. suspension instead of in the air. Colloidal suspension. That's better. You got it. You nailed it. Are you telling me to hurry up? But you're not letting me say anything. <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's so, Ben Stein impression, man. It had to happen. So, blue eyes don't have it. blue pigment in them. It's a low concentration of melanin, which basically means that your eyes have less brown in them. They're to the point where there's, you, depending on how blue they are, they could be have no brown at all. Then the Tyndall effect, which is Rayleigh scattering, but in a colloidal suspension, which is what the inside of your eyes is. Uh, causes the light to scatter to color the iris of your eyes. It was published in 2008 that all blue-eyed people share common ancestry with one person who got a genetic mutation in the Black Sea region of Europe six to 10,000 years ago, but another study published in 2020 actually suggests it rose around the time of one of our migrations out of Africa 50,000 years ago. But blue-eyed people essentially have less pigment in their eyes, and the same with green uh, than brown-eyed people. And this is why blue and green-eyed people have a harder time seeing when it's bright out. It's because there's less pigment around their eyes. There's less light absorption and more light so goes into the pupil. Pigmented. Uh, another blue animal that gets their color. Uh, there is one blue animal I can think of that gets their color from uh, carotenoids uh, that I forgot to mention before. And that is lobsters. Some lobsters are blue. They actually have blue pigment oh, in yeah. them. But they don't produce it themselves. It is... Uh, it is astaxanthin, which is a red carotenoid from their diet, but they clump proteins onto it, which turns it into crustocyanin, which makes them blue. So it's so not again, actually blue. It's red yeah, it's that red. has proteins on it. It just looks blue to our eyes. Exactly. Um, and then final fun fact about invertebrates is that a lot of invertebrates use, uh, use cells called, uh, not cells, but they use hemocyanin instead of hemoglobin oh, as yeah, the nice. oxygen binder in their blood. They got so blue our blood, blood uses, baby. Our blood uses hemoglobin, which is basically a cellular structure that incorporates iron, and the iron attracts oxygen, and then that's what delivers the oxygen to the rest of our body. Um, hemocyanin uses copper instead of iron, which causes them to have blue blood. So a lot of insects and a lot of crustaceans have blue blood. Uh, ox uh, octopuses have blue blood as well, um, and so horseshoe crabs, specifically the Atlantic horseshoe crab, um, their blood is bright blue. Uh, especially when it comes in contact with air. 
and their blood is used as an important ingredient in vaccine testing, which is interesting. It doesn't have anything to do with how it's blue, but I thought it was neat that um, huh. horseshoe crabs are incredibly important to the medical industry. Huh. Yeah. Huh. So that's everything about blue. That's more than you ever needed to know about blue. I was you thinking know, about doing some of these about other colors, too, because this was pretty fun to research. This was very, like, the, the last few episodes that you have hosted, one, we're out of left fucking field. Like, you came hot with Chef Boyardee, and I was like, where the fuck is he going with this? And it turned out to be a fucking great episode. And this one, too. You said the word blue. I was like, what is this man on? And it's great. So good job. Well done. Thank you. Andrew, what was your favorite thing that you learned this episode? I learned a lot of favorite things. I'm sad that I didn't learn what foods that I could eat to change my skin color, because I know that I could eat uh, carrots to make myself orange. But if what other foods I would have liked to have learned that so I could change my color, <laughs> like be like well, pink so like a flamingo. If you want to turn orange, so if you eat a lot of beta carotene, your skin will turn orange, but well, I know you, your body can't, your body can't specify where it goes. You so can't tell my body, where, body where it can, what it can and cannot do. I'm built. If you different. want to turn blue, if you want to turn blue, um, drink colloidal silver, find colloidal silver and die. drink it. Is that the stuff that you just said was arsenic? No, there's no, it's not, it's not arsenic. It is technically safe to consume, but it will turn your entire body blue. Okay. That Even your organs cool. will become blue. I'm that's, that's, that's I want to be the blue man group for Halloween, so I'm going to start that now. So no, that's, how want, that's, how I, that's how I want my open casket to be. It's like my last days are just blue. <laughs> You're like, why is he blue? <laughs> and if you want to turn yellow, drink a lot and give yourself liver damage. Uh, what's that called? Jaundice or Jaundice, something? Jaundice, yeah. yeah. Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Bo- he just posted a... Zach posted a picture of a blue guy. Oh, I hate that. No. No. Take it away. I don't want you that You said anymore. that's what you wanted. Yeah, until I saw this guy, and he looks terrible. Okay. Ash, what was, your, what was the favorite thing you learned? He looks like Violet Beauregard. He does. Like and it's fucking horrifying. Like a fucked up real perfect pop. Uh, this looks AI generated. I learned that flamingos get their pink color from what they eat. Uh, I also learned that everything is a lie because you can't actually say what color anything is. Because it's just the way that our eyes are interpreting light that reflects off of surfaces. And so what color actually is it? Because if you have different receptors in your eyes, maybe you're seeing a different color than other people are seeing. That's what colorblindness is. And if you have... You might you can Was have James more Smith right? so that you can see more stuff. And you could, if you have less, you see less colors. What's real? Colors aren't real. That's what I learned. Mirrors aren't real with the eyes real. Jane Smith is right. That's what they only think. A lot of languages well. didn't have specific words for blue until Wode was introduced into Europe. Wode. Uh, but what's everything you learned? Other than that, Wode rhymes with bow, sort of. Oh, oh, that was it. Fuck. Um, no, did you know the sun is white? That's what? pretty cool. That's the only thing <laughs> I, I do like that. That's the only thing I took out from this. I like that. Zach, what about you? What's your favorite thing that you learned while researching? My favorite thing that I learned while researching is that cobalt gets its name from cobalt. Oh, yeah, that's what. Yeah, the, the, the power like tools. Yeah, those came first. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, thanks for listening to that episode about blue. I hope that it made you blue with happiness and not blue with sadness because sometimes people attribute that to both i'm always blue with that sadness. was my other thing that i thought was crazy was how nope, we always nope, associate blue with like calming and like low energy but it's one of the higher energy colors well, well it's like the red thing too like red is yeah. a lower energy color but people associate it with with danger and fast so you know yeah. you'll, you'll switcheroo kerchow uh, but hey thanks for listening <laughs> for this episode This has been episode 49. We're getting close to the year mark, guys. I'm very excited for that. 
Means closer and to a skin tattoo, yeah. new tattoo. Closer maybe a, to maybe a blue a tattoo. one. Maybe a blue one. Hey, there is blue in that tattoo. There's if you did get it. In the meantime, we will see you next Wednesday with a special episode, as we do it every time we have a a uh, a tenth episode. A ten. I guess we'll say. Yeah. It's me. I'm hosting it. Get ready again, motherfuckers. Oh, God. <laughs> but thank you, Zach, actually, for that great fine. blue episode. I'm, I am blue with envy. If you, um, want, if, uh, if you want to uh, get another deep dive into color, I mean, we did, color, we did cover a few other colors in this episode, but if you want another deep dive into colors, let me know what colors you like, and I'll research green. them again, because right this was pretty Purple. fun. Green. Go ahead and do green. Yeah. Do a two-part I, I want you to do the colors that those that shrimp can see that we can't every, see. Every ninth, I want you to explain oh, yeah. Every ninth episode, I want you to do a color. Oh, okay. God. Too many themes. Too many themes. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Make sure to follow us on the social Get Dumped On Podcast on Instagram. And then uh, if you want to send us an email, getdumpedonpodcast.gmail.com. Other than that, we'll see you next week. Hump Day Dump Day coming at you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Watch out. Here we go. Bye. 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 Bye 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 b